Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to another episode of Get the Get This Dickhead Off the Plane Instead. Welcome back to another episode. How are yes. we all doing? Good. <laughs> Fabulous. So, as you know, it's Black History Month, and to celebrate such, we're getting amazing people on the show uh, to come and bless us with some nice things. And this week on Get the Belt, we're joined by the amazing, the talented, the ferocious yes. goddess that is Kimberly Nicole. Hey. What's good, Kimberly? Hey. Yes. So if you don't know Kimberly, Kimberly is a phenomenal singer. She was actually at our launch party, which was lovely. Yeah. Like I think you're the first guest we've mm-hmm. had on that was at our launch party. Really? Our, our launch yeah. party as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I that like is being really- first. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kimberly was on the US version of The Voice. Mm-hmm. She was Team Christina. She's got lots of new music out right now, including the last, the latest single. Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that is available absolutely everywhere. Yes. So go and check her out. We'll put all of her socials in the description below this episode. So let's jump right into the show with the word of the week. Are you ready to give us one, Kim? <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, for me, my word of the week, and I think that um, black girls alike will um, appreciate it. I've been listening to this artist named Joy, her record, and there's a song called Ruler, and there's a line in the song that has become my word of this week. It says, it's a never-ending pitch black goddess situation. Mm -hmm. Can we just get that one more time? (laughs) It's a never ending pitch black goddess situation. Wow. So that's for all my black girls out there. Just (laughs) it's always a never ending sleigh when you're just living in your blackness, girls. Mm -hmm. Don't let nobody take that shit from you. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's my word of the week. And what what was the artist called? Her name is Joy Gilliam. Joy. She's out of the States. Oh, yeah. I'm going to check her out. Mm, you have to. She's everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, how was your week, spiritual baddie? 
Ah, my week. It's been a lot happening in one week. You know, it's one of them weeks. Like, a lot of things are just happening. But mm. I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How was your weeks? <laughs> um, so all of last week, uh, we, well, we had a week off because... You know, it was Black History Month. We just wanted to do some black things. I just wanted to eat food. I wanted to go and see family. So not every day, studio. Sometimes just enjoy. (laughs) And I feel like we deserve in the month of October, especially. But, you know, I was just doing normal stuff, preparing stuff for Get the Belt. I was on stage all last week, which was fun. I've been being good, really. You know, I'm just trying to save money with Christmas and all that coming up and New Year's. You end up spending loads. So just... Trying to be good, eat well, and keep my genitalia moisturized and my hair <laughs> nice and comb, you know, those kind of things. <laughs> what about you, Kashmir? Yeah, my week's been okay, actually. Um, last week I was a bit ill and stuff, so I'm, I'm oh, catching yeah, recovering from a cold, finally. But it's been an interesting week. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good week and stuff like that. And um, next week I'll be turning 26. Come through. Mm. My birthday's coming up. And it's crazy. I think it's be, it's, this is going to be a week where I'm really reflecting on things that I've achieved and like things I've been through because of course when you realise you're getting when when you get a year older you're like mm-hmm. oh my gosh I'm yeah. I'm getting old that's the mm-hmm. thing that yeah. comes to your mind and you're yeah. thinking and you start having to scroll yeah and you have to like reflect and be like have I achieved the things I want to achieve yet am I close to it yet so it's more like a reflective week yeah. that I'm looking forward to and I'm getting a year older guys yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a blessing girl right? enjoy it take it in <laughs> And how was your week, Kim? a long time to go, girl. (laughs) You ain't even hit the surface yet, trust me. I remember 26. She was trash compared to 30. Let me tell ya. Um, I got to tell the babies because, you know, I was when I was in my 20s, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this was going to be the the biggest. I'm telling you, when you get 30, you're going to have a little... A weird moment of like, oh my god, I'm 30. But then, like by mm-hmm. 31, you're gonna be like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is you know what I mean? Because you know exactly yeah. who the fuck you, know you what are, I mean. and what your boundaries are. You look better yeah. than you ever look because you know yourself. Yeah. You know, you have mm. some years to go, but wait for it. We'll talk. <laughs> I'll talk to you in four years. About it. <laughs> <laughs> so my week was cute. Last week, you know, I did a couple of days at the box. My mom was in town for her six. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. I'm so pissed. I missed out on that food. She made gumbo. <laughs> uh, Oh, gumbo. Yes, oh honey. Gosh. She made gumbo. So did she get the ingredients here? No, she got... Well, the the some of the sausages she brought from Louisiana, but for the most part, we got crab meat here, but you guys aren't like big crab people, so it was yeah. really hard yeah. for us to find crab. <laughs> Where but, did you get it in the end? Um, We went to some fish market way out somewhere, and we just it was just crab meat yeah. that was packaged that we got. Oh. Um, so it was spending time with my mom, and then I went to Milan and um, sang at a very lavish, fabulous wedding covered by Harper's Bazaar. What? Um, at Lake Cuomo. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. so when I tell you your 30s get better. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I'm really like it's a never-ending pitch black goddess situation. Yes. Okay, come on. My black ass was all in Milan, <laughs> living my best life. The absolute finest. Okay, so I went to Milan, came back last night, hung out, and then I'm here today. And then yes. tonight's the box. So <laughs> Yes, wicked. Mm-hmm. So, uh Melanin Magnificence. 
Yes. Who did yours go to, Kashmir? Well, mine goes to actually um, Jaden Pickett Smith. Oh, Have you guys? Okay. I, I love. Uh, for some reason, I've been following her recently, and every time she oh. posts something, she always says something spiritual, and it kind of, it kind of like reaches into your soul. Like something she talks about love and um, what she went through, and then lately, I've been watching. Um, the yeah, red table talk, and that one, the recent one that I that. watched of her and Will Smith, I thought that and was he said the he most. He's going to cry. I know, and he cried. I thought that was the most. What I liked about it, that's the most. I felt like that's the first time I've seen them being so real. I mm. know that, of course, they're famous, they have all the money, but it's the first time to see that actually was honest, and they didn't mm-hmm. let and they let out yeah. like proper emotion. Mm-hmm. And the red table talk kind of made me like look into things. It made me feel like, oh my god, some things we were so scared to actually look deep inside the things yes. that we're going through. Yeah. I finally seeing him be so open and honest because I love Will Smith as well, and seeing him cry, I was like, I kind of mm-hmm. like when a man cries. Mm-hmm. It kind of shows that like he has a heart, absolutely, he has a soul, and it was just. Um, it was amazing. That episode made me feel like, oh my gosh, I feel like I should be honest with yeah. everything. I should scream yeah. and be like, look at me. I'll check out how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so nice to see that. And I'm so glad she created a platform like that. So, so Jada Pickett-Smith, my Melanin Magnificent Ghost too, yeah. And he's yeah. in love with her. I know. He, so, you see how he was looking so at her? Yeah, like he's like, she's a goddess or something. Oh, like, I'm mad to look at me like that. I at times. I, I was like... I I'm need just, to watch that. I'm just, I want to. No, anyway, that's what I'm thinking. Where's <laughs> my man? What <laughs> the fuck? It's true. Sorry, baby. I'm cursing. It's true. <laughs> Who did yours go to, Spiritual Baddie? Um, this week, my Melanin Magnificence goes to some amazing woman I follow on Instagram. She goes by a motivational speaker and lifestyle influencer. Her name is Ajna Sura. And okay. she helps people help themselves and you know i love when people help people help themselves because that's what we should be doing out here so she shares a lot of spirituality that i feel feeds me and she you know speaks about black empowerment and stuff and she's just a really good person that i follow and yeah melanin magnificence goes to her because she's very knowledgeable what was her name did you say it? her name is ajna sura Angela wow. Sura. Sura on Instagram. Yes, but well, we'll put all of those down below <laughs> so we can get her melanin magnificence. So um, my melanin magnificence uh, goes to Debbie Weeks Bernard. Uh, first of all, I would like to say thank you uh, to Khan, the Mayor of London, for making the right step and taking the right action and putting the first ever female black deputy mayor of London in in charge. Oh, wow. So wow. well done to you, uh, Debbie Weeks-Bernard. Uh, it's about time. She's going to be the deputy mayor for social integration, social mobility and community engagement. And as you know, I say often on this podcast, and if you know me in real life, I trust black women with absolutely anything. <laughs> when I get to the point in my career where, where I need an accountant, yeah. I need a black woman. If I ever need a lawyer, I need a black woman. Mm-hmm. If I need a therapist, like I said a couple of weeks ago, my family have gone into therapy. Mm-hmm. When we arranged it, I said, we need a black woman to do so. Come because yes. especially in a black family, mm-hmm. even, uh, even a white female wouldn't be able to understand how the dynamics in a black family works. Black women just get it and to have a female a black female deputy mayor in London handling business I just feel slightly safer I feel like I can not look behind my back as much in London I feel mm-hmm. we're going to be well looked after yeah. so Melanie Magnificence goes out to you sis yeah. who did yours go to Kim? Um, is this when I give like maybe a black history month person? 
Not yet. It, it, uh, no, 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 no. This is just someone. Oh, Melanin Magnificent. Who deserves to be crowned this week? I would have to say it goes to um, my friend. Her name is Frenchie Davis. She's a singer in America. She was first on American Idol. Oh, okay. There was a big scandal with her years ago when Idol first started, but she's gone on to be on Broadway and do all these oh, amazing, amazing things. But um, shout out to her because um, this this week kind of starts like homecoming, the homecoming season for like historically black colleges yep. in the yes. states. And she just the other day she went on this rant about the importance of black black um, children going to historically black colleges yeah. and not predominantly white colleges, yeah. white institutions, as we say, PWIs. Mm-hmm. And so just, I mean, just shout out to her for always just being unapologetically black, never backing down to even if me and her get in debates, but she never backs down, but she's still pursuing her master's degree and she's still being oh, booked wow. and busy and doing yes. fabulous things and telling it like it is. So <laughs> Melanin Magnificent <laughs> this week for me is you, Frenchie Davis. I'll make sure you know I shouted you out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, let's jump right into spirituality with uh, Spiritual Body this week. What have you got for us? I, this week, just wanted to speak about appreciation because, I don't know, just showing appreciation to the smallest things, I feel like it grows. So, you know, to define appreciation, it's just like being in a state of genuine thankfulness. So mm-hmm. it's therefore like a tool that will bring you abundance. It will bring you more appreciation. If the more thankful you are, the more things you will find to be thankful for, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you start noticing the little tiniest things, how the sun shines and the wind blows and the and the trees are there. Like the tiniest things you show appreciation for, appreciation is going to grow in your life. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And Especially in cities like London and having busy, hectic lifestyles. It's so easy to just forget all of those little things yes. and just expect yes. shit to just happen. Yeah. And you end up not being grateful for exactly lots of things. I find myself falling culprit to that. So mm-hmm. I completely understand where you're coming yeah. from. And I, gratitude, attitude. You know, yeah. gratitude yeah. is the attitude always. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to someone who said they was, um, I spoke to a, a woman um, and she was telling me that she was close to death one time. And she said, the appreciation that you feel in that moment, like you you look at the lights and even like you you appreciate the lights, you appreciate every everything yeah. in that room, like you appreciate. And it's just like, wow, like appreciation is really something that we need to be showing. We should be showing and basking in and embracing like every single day in the tiniest things. Um, 100%. But of course it can be hard to achieve a state of appreciation, you know, because like sometimes the conditions in our life have fallen apart, you know, family issues, financial struggles, career discomfort, emotionally unstable emotionally unstable um Mm. but it's just like once you start like if that is anybody who is experiencing problems some somehow literally just start to appreciate the tiniest things how the the wind blows on your face even though it's damn cold and how the sun rises but it's about to be winter so appreciate the warmth in your house 
appreciate the warmth in your house wear a scarf and appreciate how your body keeps warm in the winter like if you are having problems literally just start identifying the little things in your life and show appreciation just say thank you for this thank you for that um yeah and i feel that the state of appreciation people like come out of a state of appreciation like you may forget to appreciate or things like that i think it comes down to emotional instability so if hundred do you know what i mean so if your emotions aren't stable if you can't stabilize like positive emotions within you and you're you're somebody who gets caught up with like um you know you get you feel negative energy easily like you get frustrated you get you may get jealous you get all this all these little things when you feel that like that knocks you like out of alignment with appreciation so like it can easily be tapped off kind of thing Mm. so i would say you know working on your emotional intelligence and just understanding yourself emotionally will help in achieving a state of appreciation I would also say that ego probably is my biggest downfall of not being appreciated of oh, things that I've got because I end up getting big headed thinking, oh, you know, everything's about me and I'm doing this, me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. And you, you, yeah, it can just lead to those <clears throat> uh, things like appreciation and gratitude being a casualty in me having such a big ego at times. Yeah. And it's hard in this world because yeah. you're right now, 2018, especially as black people, we kind of need ego to operate. That's how we've always been. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how we've it's always so been. But it's, it's about like, finding that balance. How can we find that balance? Oh, the ego is so balanced. You know I love talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first thing is literally meditate. Spend time with yourself and meditate because what you do when you meditate, it is the quieting of your mind. Your ego is your mind. Your ego is third dimensional. Your ego is a human condition, right? So when you meditate and you calm your human body and you're still, your mind will will begin to like, um, you'll begin to notice how loud your mind is at first. It will be like meditation isn't working, but that's just because your ego is so loud. Your ego is so prominent within you. Like you'll have bare voices in your head at once. So when you meditate, mm. you begin to, over time, you begin to quiet your mind, quiet your mind. And because meditation, you're just being still, you're not doing anything in real life. You're not doing anything in third dimension, but breathing, that is a way, literally, that is the direct way to, to minimise your ego. Because, it, like, whatever extent you're supposed to, you know, minimise your ego to, whatever extent you're supposed to, to be at as a result of meditation... It, that's personal to mm. you do you get me like it's personal to different people but meditation is definitely the best way to to get that balance you know you just need to take time to breathe so just meditate and try to be appreciative of things mm-hmm. that's what i'm going to take <laughs> into this week with me for the rest of it anyway literally just breathe remember my word of the week that time and i was like just breathe just breathe. Yeah. It's just like that. Just literally. Funny you should breathe. say that. The last text message you sent me, I went on our I message thing, and the last thing you said was just breathe in capital letters. I can't remember what it was about. And that was the last thing you said to me. Oh, it worked. Oh my yeah. God. It helped. You know, Kimberly, like, even when 
You see me how I dress for the box the last weekend. I know, honey. So when I'm on um, <laughs> You looked gorgeous, darling. Thank you, baby. When I'm on public transport, <laughs> I literally like go into meditative state because I'm like, ain't none of you fuckers getting to me. Ain't none of you fuckers. You know what I mean? You have yeah. to. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. And it's something that's so beneficial. I want to like everyone to tap into if they feel like awkward in public situations and, and stuff like that or like have anxiety on public transport. Like literally like... I just go into a meditative state. My eyes are still open sometimes, but I'm just deep breathing and y'all ain't coming to me. Mm-mm. But yeah, to wrap up appreciation, you know, just r- remind yourself that being alive is a blessing. Like I've literally been, when I was mm. younger and I would like, I was, I was really at low points in my younger life. Like my, I was so emotionally unstable and I've actually been at points where I've actually like had to put my hand on my heart to, to remind myself, wait, like you're alive. This is a blessing. Like your heart is beating fam. Like I've been at them points. So just remind yourself that being alive is a blessing and many people are praying Amen. to have at least one of your conditions in your life. You may not have a perfect life, mm. but you might have a home. Mm-hmm. You know, the people are praying yeah. for at least one of the conditions in your life. So remember to count the blessings, babies. Just remember to count the blessings always. Amen. And that's it on spirituality this week. <laughs> So this week on Mars Measures, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. So first of all, do you guys know Spice? <gasps> yeah. Have you seen this Spice, the um, dancehall singer? Oh, Spice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah people are saying that she's gone from Spice Have to Flower. Um, spice to salt. Spice to, <laughs> spice to unseasoned. Spice to raw chicken. Right. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? She, well, was black and now she's... Um, Super duper uber white, light skin. She bleached her blood. Yeah, man. Look, Panana. No, that is not her. But they're saying she her. did it as a I... controversial piece to C- her. Yeah. For her music. Uh-huh. She's got so. She's got a mixtape coming that up. That's disgusting. Yeah, I know. Girl. It doesn't look. I, that when I saw it, I thought it was a joke, but it's serious. People were saying because she had tattoos, you can't see the tattoos. So they were claiming it to like be. That? Well, so, she's done a few interviews. And she's saying that it was because she was getting cussed out from people within the black community, calling her dotty black. She blacker than black. She did. She did. She but that. Have you noticed though, a lot of you know how I love my black people, but I've noticed it's always the black people right, that likes to cuss our black people. Why? That that's called conditioning that's what, that's and self-hating white supremacy. The hell out of me. Yeah. It's and just conditioning and white supremacy. That's, that's all I'm saying. Why? They're like black power, black this, they or get black lives matter. But you want to self-hate on your own skin. What the f- because that, as Kimberly was saying, they're conditioned to hate the themselves. Yeah. Because since birth, they're raised looking at TV screens and magazine papers of people being mm-hmm. beautiful that are Bro. white, and all the leading all the leading roles in films and theatre plays being mm-hmm. white unless you're a slave or a thief. Mm-hmm. Or and they get conditionally, they get brainwashed essentially to believing that the darker you are, the more evil you are, the dirtier you are, the mm-hmm. poorer you are, and things like that, which is a result of years of programming racial hatred mm-hmm. white supremacy mm-hmm. and just hate for for blackness yeah. and unfortunately they don't even realize this and half the time people that have this condition d- don't even realize that they think like this because they do it almost like on an autopilot oh, autopilot uh-huh. yeah. so mm-hmm. that's why i think she's she's now done this and it's ironic because she's her song that she's trying to you know 
rumoured she's bleached her skin to promote this new song that she's got coming up. And it's called Black... Let me just find it. Black Hypocrisy. So... But she actually... I don't, I don't know... That, what, you're thinking like what the there's many theories white. going on yeah. uh, going around about they're like it. they some people are saying that she did it for controversial reason that she yeah. just painted herself light skin yeah. Yeah. Something because is she that had really? tattoos or, and tattoos and that yeah they're not yeah, there so they're saying she's doing is controversial but then I mean it's a, an important controversy because yeah. skin bleaching is very huge in Jamaica it, it, in the so Caribbean. she's yeah. she's yeah. hitting on some real shit mm. you know because Which, she don't look like herself no more that looks like a white woman yep she even no, got the blue contacts and everything. Look. She's really doing a little Kim out here. No, mm. but it just seemed like, wow, the way... I know it's a lot of impact people say on you. Mm-hmm. The lot of words people put on you. Because you just become... Like, you become so insecure that like you have to change you, yourself just to... Oh, yes, girl. Girl, yes. Like, yeah. I like Spice how she looked before. She wasn't even that black to me. I don't. The only thing oh, I would say that. Even if she was, so what? No, the only thing I would say that. Like, yeah. She's too nasty sometimes. Like. That's it. But yeah. I don't know if she's too black. But I'm. Wow. When you're chocolate, I'd be like, come through, Darcy. Right? Come on, yeah. Melanie. Yeah. Oh, that's I right. We want more. With that black ass skin. Okay. <laughs> come true. through. What you mean? Right? Okay. So that I'm not dark enough. I'd be like, let me lay my ass in the sun. Shit. <laughs> so you can never be too black. That's her doing that. And she's gone on to also the VH1 Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, oh. And she said, nothing wrong with a fresh start. So it does ah. seem very cold. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what did she say? Nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with a fresh start. Um, Problematic, I think. But we'll what see I mean? what this song's about. We'll see what she says. It could be a stun. I don't know. If all she wanted to do was cause a stir, she's definitely done it. I think mm-hmm. now it just depends on where she goes with this conversation because she's got people's attention. I don't get. I was a fan now. If she actually and she deleted all her Instagram posts. I can't believe she just changed herself. Just she deleted all her Instagram posts. Every time I look at the picture, that's. I don't think that's her. I think you're lying to me, Miles. That can't be her. Babe, that's her on Instagram. That's... She even did a little Snapchat. Spiritual baddie, you just said some real shit right there. Her ancestors would not be happy with her. I always right? tell this to people. I'd be like, <laughs> the ancestors favor you when you are proud and living yes, who you are as a black person. Right? And despite Amen. of the bullshit, mm. you're still proud. The ancestors don't favor no bullshit like that. I don't mm. care what nobody says. Her ancestors won't be happy. Uh, uh, no. In other news, um, you guys know the singer Ashanti, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you heard? Why are you laughing already, Kim? <laughs> Kim. <laughs> what? What happened? I went off about this. Go mm-hmm. in. Right. So she had a, she had a concert yeah, coming I'm up. Trying to get Sarah. Kimberly is Mm-mm. dying. Mm-mm. So she had a Give concert coming up, and obviously everyone knows Ashanti. She's had loads and loads of songs that we all danced of to course. back in the day. Like it's not like she's <laughs> like. Cassie's con- we all know Cassie, me and you. Like she contributed, she's famous, but she didn't have halfway as many bangers. Like girl, how much did those kids per concert ticket? Auntie was life. She was. What was that spiritual buddy? Are you about to say something about the price of her concert tickets or something? No, not even that. Uh, wow. I, I wish. Right, let me get right to it. So basically, she had to con- cancel this concert because she only actually sold um, 24 tickets. Oh, I know. Ashante. I know. But like, <laughs> I was surprised. Were you, were you guys surprised by that, Kim? You were laughing I, for me. I mean, at, I, at first I was kind of like, what? But yeah. then... I, 
I started looking into it, it was because someone booked her at a predominantly white college with <laughs> mainly the, the demographic is kids born in 95. Uh, That's not her demographic. Yeah. Mm. But they were pissing on her all over the internet. And I didn't think it was funny. Because you know what? We're all as good as our last gig. And bitch, mm-hmm. if I, I mean, there may come a day when my black ass can't even get a gig. It, it, you know what I mean? It, it, ain't, okay. it ain't right. It ain't funny. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. It's like, damn. Like, you can't catch a break. Black folks know they will right. shit on your ass when you're I'm down. Surprised. When did someone expose her for only standing 24? Yes, yes, they did it a whole... Oh, you know, it's some, it's been, you know, there's some fucking piece of shit, too. That people yeah, are like, that's wicked. They're like, hey, we have to cancel the concert because there was only because 25 X-Men's tickets. Head. I bet yeah. he shout out loudly. Only turning up. Oh I mean, I don't know. I'm like, how did like the 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 blog, the internet get wind of this? How, exactly. That That's someone. I think it's some damn random college in Timbuktu with all white people, and I'm like, well, well how do black folks find out? Oh, well, bless. black folks. But are surely shady. would have thought that at least the label. I'm guessing is she? She's independent, right? I'm I think she's, she's independent, independent by now. But mm. surely, like her, I don't know. How, I don't follow her on social media, but surely her following is still there. She got a lot of Because yeah. I would travel for people. Like I went. <laughs> to New York to, to see, see my, my sister <laughs> to see Kimberly on Broadway yeah. so if I was living in the States and yeah fair enough it was in a black in a um, white neighborhood I would still go to support the artist yeah. but like wow it just goes to show like like you say Kim oh, that wow. you can do great things but then mm-hmm. one day yeah. Jesus will just say no right ah! and you don't know, like because sometimes he does he doesn't always know? say yes <laughs> he doesn't always say yes only 24 that that's, that's yeah hurtful. so that, yeah, I mean yeah I feel bad I do feel bad oh, I did no. laugh I can't even lie <laughs> but like I do feel bad because as an artist <laughs> I know <laughs> it must have not been the nicest email yeah, I to mean, receive yeah <laughs> so, it's sad though it's even you think about how she definitely shaped an entire sound of and right. an entire sign an entire J-Lo's day. whole how J-Lo even her career catapulted because of Ashanti's writing and then the her whole sound she created for J-Lo so it's kind of <sighs> like damn and she's a Grammy Award winning singer it's like yeah you see um, mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. more things oh this one's easy peasy I don't really have much to say because I don't follow either of them like that but Wiz Khalifa and Winnie Harlow together I just saw a little Aww. picture of them on the internet They're they look cute. cute isn't Winnie oh, is she them. British or is she American she's, I thought she was British she's I Cana- thought she was I thought she's Canadian I oh okay she's oh. Canadian. they're cute they look really good together. together they do look good mm-hmm. together she's pretty yeah um, and then right I don't let me finish with that one so Cardi B and Rihanna are boycotting the Super Bowl uh, because obviously they yeah. fired and, you know, with Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm all here for it because I think the, the Super Bowl being sneaky. They're literally mm-hmm. trying to escape, use a black artist to compensate for their fuckeries, mm-hmm. essentially. So I'm applauding both uh, Nicki Minaj and, uh, not Nicki Minaj, Rihanna <laughs> and Cardi B. Oh, yeah, not Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I absolutely congratulate both of them for saying no, because obviously, not that any of them need the money, but money is money. You know the NFL will be um, offering... They don't, m- but loads. they don't get paid for um, halftime. Halftime, they're not paid. Do they Do they not get paid? Mm-mm. So they're either their label um, pays for the entire production of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not paid gig. Wow, but that exposure is just, of yeah. course, because everyone all over the world. Astronomical, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, but I'm glad then, they doing they're doing that. You no, know, Rihanna don't play that shit. Anymore. No, yeah, right. yeah, yes, yeah she's That's realer than girl. real. I mean, she's straight, yeah. straight up. Like seriously, I've I've been around her a few times. She's really that. She's that bitch. Yep. Yeah. Through and through, thorough. This is why we love <laughs> both of you. So, love her. That also brings a lot of like weight onto the person who does. If a person of color performs mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl, I don't think anyone will now. What was Rihanna that girl's so name? Big. That what was that girl who, who what well, woman who performed at the at Trump's inauguration and she got uh, loads of black Oh, Chrisette Michelle. That's it, Chrisette Michelle. Maybe she. <laughs> I don't learn. think they'll be calling her. <laughs> <laughs> Every black person in America canceled her. They said who? <laughs> who? Who? Well, who? She needs who? a gig, so yeah. I would not be surprised. <laughs> But I think like when someone as big as Rihanna says no, no. and they yeah. and you find out about it, like it's like ne- Negroes ain't are not no. gonna do that gig. I even heard Pink said no. So if, if Pink is saying Pink no, Pink rides this, though. Pink's yeah, she, another real bitch. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like when these like Rihanna said no, people are gonna be like, I can't do that. Riri said no. no. <laughs> no. I mean, she's not betraying the culture. Right. I can't. Yeah. I mean, but there might be somebody that will say yeah. Probably Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. Might, I'm saying it might be some little mumble rapping black boy that might say mumble yeah. rapping. <laughs> 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 don't know what the Negroes are saying, <laughs> you know. But when Riri said no, I said that's my bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Said, yes, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and to close us out, I don't know whether you guys have seen this Instagram account called Rose for You. Have you heard no. of it? Have you seen it? No, uh-huh. no, but I'm gonna click on it right you. now. Hold on, look, I'm yeah, looking too. Oh, exactly. Rose. So when I first got messages in the group chat, you know, lots of my friends, we all stand for Beyonce, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "What is this? What is this?" I think Beyonce's doing an album with Michelle. I think Beyonce's doing an album with Kelly, and it's this account which has come from nowhere, which started with like 1,000 followers, and within like a week or two, is up to 25k. Now this Instagram account only follows, I think it is last time I checked, Beyonce. Tidal, Nicki Minaj, Netflix, and one other person. How do you spell it? How do you spell it? Rose for you. R-O-W-S. No, R-O-S-E, like a rose. Oh, rose. Oh, rose. I, I still can't find it. Like, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> R-O-W-H-W-N. So it's, yeah, so it follows Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Netflix, Nicki Minaj, and Tidal. And since then, it's been posting little clips uh, of like a rose blossoming, uh, really random stuff. And you can hear in some of the posts, what Beyonce. Page are you finding this on? I can't find it. Rose. Okay, uh, IV, uh, like four. You know how Beyonce likes to use... Oh, God. The yeah. number four? N- no, I and then V. You should have said this, okay. Miles. But that's what it means, four. Like, IV is the Roman numerals for four. Oh, I found it. You Jay-Z's see? Thing. Oh, okay. And a yeah. lot of the pictures behind, as you can see, it's been well planned out. Like, they knew that they were going to re- release when they released. I just don't know whether it's a fan having a good old laugh. <laughs> Or whether Beyonce is mm. actually going to do something. Because I don't get what is this I've, about. What? No one knows. No one knows. And if it is genuine, then I'm absolutely here for it. Because I don't think I've seen an artist successfully use Instagram or Instagram page to get the world talking about something without really actually saying shit on it. Mm. Um, but then, yes, there's rumours that it is her. Because in some of the pictures, if you swipe, you can see like silhouettes, and that's definitely Beyonce. <laughs> in some well, of the pictures, stop. you can see 
someone smoking. I don't know whether that's Jay or whatever, mm-hmm. but the candles even follow Jay. But I don't know. Mm. It's just got me thinking what the fuck is going on. Beyonce, you've just come back off tour. Who like, no, she might just drop some do. shit. You know her. She'll be like, hello, new album, Rose for you. <laughs> right? And, but why would she only be following Kelly Rowland and Nicki Minaj? Right. Why do we think? Because no Michelle's there. And there's mm. a lot of followers and stuff like that already, in it? 26,000 now. Mm. But I don't get people's following a page that don't really show nothing. I would, it's just black. You can, in the very first video, you can hear, like, let me play it for you now. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Have a look into it. See what you think. If it's a fan, then I'm really, really mad because I've actually followed the account and like been watching, checking every day to see what's happening next. But oh if it's Beyonce, gosh. then I love you. Continue and just give me more. And don't <laughs> let it be something expensive, please. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. To supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, I can. <laughs> had enough of my money. But yeah, that's it for this week on Miles Measures. <laughs> it's time for Yas with Kosh. <clears throat> okay, guys. <laughs> it's time for Yas with Kosh. Basically... <clears throat> Of course, we know it's Black History Month. I want to give it up to all the black women out there that are doing the damn thing. Boop, 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 and of boop. course, achieving their goals, going after their dreams. No. And I just wanted to give it out to the um, to the modern generation, the people right now that are paving a way for all black women today. Mm-hmm. So I've picked a few um, women that come from different sects of life. Some people who are YouTubers or performers okay. or actors. And the first one I came up with, I don't know if you guys heard of, have you guys heard of Jackie Arnie? No, it, it's Jackie A N I A. She's like she's a popular YouTuber. She's got like over two million followers. And I just started like recently like um, watching her videos, and she's really she's doing well for herself. And she's a dark skinned black woman. She's mm-hmm. really pretty. And of course, there's always people that's gonna be showing like throwing self hate and be like you're too dark this that that. Yeah. But I like how she just stands her ground. She's yeah. so like confident with everything she does. Mm-hmm. Like anyone saying that, so she would just put you in your place and tell you to shut up. <laughs> and it's just like it is, it's sick. Like you you would think someone who have that confidence would would develop it over the years. But she you can tell that she she's been like that ever since she was a, growing up. And she knows she's a she dark skinned woman. She, she don't let no one tell her nothing. And it was great to see like knowing that's a 
there's a, she kind of paves the way for a lot of YouTubers who are dark skinned who are starting up now because mm-hmm. they always look out be like I want to be like Jackie Arnie I hope I'm saying her name right <laughs> I always get the name but she when I like that's what I before I started my YouTube video that was like two years ago mm-hmm. and I, she kind of inspired me because she, I was like um I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself. Mm. I might be bubbly and loud, but she was the one that kind of built, paved the way for me to put my confidence out there, put, give myself a voice and just yes. stand up for something. And so she kind of started out for a lot of YouTubes, especially this lady. I bought, She was my Melanin Magnificence a couple weeks ago and her name was Chanel um, Amber Rose. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. she kind of like, doing yeah, really she's, well. she's doing really well. She was really, of course, she's dark skin and also plus size. And she mm. actually like people threw a lot of shade towards her but then she reached out to sorry about that she reached out to Jackie Arna and Jackie Arna just told her forget the haters do what you gotta do you're doing so well for yourself and it was just nice to see another YouTuber who has like maybe 2 million followers a Mm. high platform already supporting each other yeah supporting each Mm -hmm. other and it's good to see support from women that's what we need unlike Nicki Minaj and Kylie B yes man (laughs) unlike the whole beef thing them two are jokers I can't even get into that but as I was saying Jackie Arna she is she's actually an amazing woman and I like knowing that she is a dark skinned woman but she she's really like honest and open with that she's mm-hmm. like no one tell her nothing and she just really when she speaks you you listen like she's honest and open and she's so she has a lot of humor and a lot of fun, um oh my gosh a lot of damn i wrote it down <laughs> i'm sorry that's what i'm saying she's she a lot of humor and she's mm-hmm. really honest with everything she's saying mm-hmm. and for, for all her experiences she talks about beauty blogging mm. um things that she things that traumatized her when she was growing up in because of course she's american and oh, okay. things that she um witnessed in her life of growing up and then she's like no she can't really let people tell her anything and just go after what she wants to do yeah mm-hmm. and also there's another lady she was in she acted in orange is the new black her name is called Levine laverne cox uh-huh. oh, laverne yes. Yes. yes i really like she's, she's trans she, yes she's transgender uh-huh. and, and I'm, i never used to watch orange is the new black but i started to get into it when i saw her and i was like wow that's nice to see someone um of a difficult transgender mm-hmm. given the chance to act on stage and stuff yeah. like acting movies mm-hmm. and you know she was the first one to um first transgender to be on a cover of cosmo magazine mm-hmm. like, and i was like wow that is yeah. that she's, like she's like that is good yeah. that is good to know that and they're finally given she is no, she's, she's actually beautiful no she really is i'm not like, i didn't really know she was trying to i'll be dead serious maybe just me but till somewhat till i read it on earth i was like oh wow i didn't you know what you're thinking oh shit maybe mm-hmm. what was i looking at because i thought she was yeah. a normal woman to me and it was nice to see that finally people from the LGBTQ community Mm. is paving a way for themselves and she's even supporting that movement as well and it's nice to see people who who supporting her as well I know that Beyonce put her on as well last year on uh, Ivy Park campaign is Mm. it? yeah she was on the front cover for that as well oh my god yeah. Look, you mm-hmm. see, nice things. That's <laughs> nice. That is amazing. And last but not least, I want to give it to Issa Rae. And Issa uh, Rae is my she's bitch. Doing, uh, she's doing everything. I never like. Of course, I was a fan. She's goals. She's been doing so much stuff. Have you gone insecure yet, Cashman? No, I'm not gonna lie. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't watched it yet. But I've been telling you for I a know, good couple months now. Do you watch so, uh, Insecure, Kim? I stopped after I've left the States, but I need to get back on it. But I, I love Issa. I love her. And all my I, friends watch it. She's just amazing. I love yeah. her personality. I love who she is. And knowing that she actually made this show, she even said a quote, it was a port for black women to see ourselves as normal. Knowing that, you know how they always assume, we should have the right to be on TV as well. Not because, yeah. okay. because we're lights going to dance. Everyone should have the chance. Right. Yeah, and it was nice to see her do a show like that. I know, I need to watch it. I'm not going to lie. It's basically it's like friends... For black people without the cheese. 
Like it's just a relatable show mm-hmm. of yeah. loads of different people, people that you can re- like. You can literally relate to everyone in there. You see yourself in all the characters, your yeah. friends. Yeah. Because I can. I mean, I've got lots of black friends that love Friends, mm-hmm. but like I could never really get into it, and I don't know why. It was always my yeah. wife and kids. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, my, my wife, wife and kids. Yeah. Like that like I got friends I didn't really get at all. Like I couldn't. Nah, I didn't get it. But I'm like not insecure, either, you yeah. didn't. Either. I didn't. Friends, I still don't get to this day. I never, <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never watched it. I never, I never, I never did never, any of my friends. I don't really. Because <laughs> Friends was very white. <laughs> I'm, was, I'm, I'm not going right. to lie. I thought it was I just like, laugh. I can't wait. Right. I, I couldn't laugh. Whereas I Insecure is just like, I've done that. I've, yeah, I've been experienced through that. that. Yeah. I get it. It's so funny. Oh, Issa, yeah, it I reminded me of me. Of all, I saw the first season when I was still in the States, but it reminded me of all, me and all my girlfriends. I'd be like, right? bitch, why is this uh, Why is this us? <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just black. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask millennials. you um, a question, um, Kimberly Nicole. I was going to ask you, you know, of course, growing up in... Um, from Louisiana, New well, Orleans. My, my yeah. family is from northern Louisiana, but I was born and raised in Seattle, yeah. Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, amazing. And I didn't know mm-hmm. that, of course, you appeared on The Voice USA. I was thinking, what was your experience growing up, of course, mm-hmm. being a black young woman? Mm-hmm. How did you find it? Did people throw a lot of shade towards you? What was your experience? Um, I mean, me being, I wasn't light-skinned mm-hmm. and I had a, I remember a particular situation. I remember when I was younger, a girl in my classroom, she was not black. She called, said something about my lips being big, and I was traumatized because I never, I never knew anything about my lips being big. I never paid attention to that. So I went home and told my mom, and she was like, "So what? So are mine." But I remember, I had like a colorism problem. Like I wanted to be lighter. I thought my nose was too big. I wanted to put Mm -hmm. a clothespin on it and get it small. And I mean, you know, I dealt with just aesthetically being of African descent. I dealt with my aesthetics because I didn't see people that really looked like me being praised. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was looking at a picture of Whoopi Goldberg the other day and on my Facebook page, one of my Facebook friends was talking about how beautiful Whoopi was. Yeah. And I remember being a little girl looking at Whoopi and not thinking she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I know it was because the world was saying she mm-hmm. wasn't beautiful, but Whoopi is stunning. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I was a kid and the world was saying she wasn't beautiful, I would look in the mirror and be like, I look well, like I Whoopi Goldberg, like so I'm not beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. So it wasn't until Seattle, I, mm-hmm. it wasn't until I went to Spelman College in Atlanta, Georgia, which is a predominantly black college for women, mm-hmm. which is very much on the historically black college um, trajectory where it's one of the originals where they mm-hmm. empower the hell out of being black. So I didn't really start really loving my blackness till I went to a black school. And how old are you then? Oh, no. 18, 19. Wow. So you pretty much spent your whole whole life like hating my your whole mm-hmm. yeah. I was kind of like I'm ugly. It, I I remember there was moments I couldn't even I didn't even like looking in the mirror. Oh my god. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, like instead like yeah. what you see in the media. Mm-hmm. Images, representation is it everything. Affects. Yeah, I mean it's everything. Even being black, if the only black people you ever see on TV are long hair, light skin, yeah. small noses, it still affects girls and how we feel about yeah. ourselves. So I mean, I grew up. I mean, pretty much just kind of like that. But I was always super pro black because my family is from the racist south, and my from the time Oof. I was born, my grandfather was very much instilling in like white. It made us understand what white supremacy was and the mm-hmm. behavior of white people towards black people, which some people act like isn't there, but I always see the <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so my, but my family was, you know, my mom would be like, girl, what you talking about? You're pretty. And I mean, she thought it was ridiculous, but still, you know, it's conditioning. But other than that, bitch, I'm, I'm, bitch, I'm free mm-hmm. and bitch, I'm 
gorgeous as fuck. <laughs> yes, she is. My nose should be bigger and my lips should be fuller and I need to be darker. <laughs> and my ass needs to be fatter. <laughs> but it's funny how you say that. Back then, people would, of course, insult our oh, big lips. Our yes, big lips. But yeah. everyone wants that now. Now they, they want yeah. big lips. They want the big booty. Uh, yeah. prob- and it's funny now. It's, it's kind of hilarious. Like, it's hilarious. Trust you. And it's, trust yeah. And I remember, you know when the cameras, um, people, we do cameras somehow uh-huh. black. And then I remember Kim Kardashian trying to be like, um, what was it? The Courtney, the Kim came rose. There's something that went what around. She gave it a name. Yeah, and they tried to say it was the you Kardashian came or something. And I was like, Are you dumb? Black <laughs> folks dragged her. They don't yeah, play that. Dra- I like, was like, a, Really? Appropriating really, our hairstyles. I was like, now. No. It came from her. Africa. No. I was thinking, Damn. No, but that's what they do. They love to steal. Hey, countries, they took everything except for They love to steal, okay? (laughs) They left that out. They They said, we were colonized, but we're going to forget about this salt and these these herbs. (laughs) Well, that's a perfect segue to get into talking to our guests. Kimberly, tell us like like who you are, where you came from, and how you got to where you are today. Um, well, my name is Kimberly Nicole. I'm from Seattle, Washington, which is on the west coast of the United States. Yeah. It's not Washington, D.C. It's a state in Washington State in the U.S. But <laughs> I was born and raised there <laughs> um, I, um, by two parents born in Louisiana, northern Louisiana, about five hours from New Orleans. So you can really feel formation when Beyonce sings Mama Louisiana. Oh, absolutely. You sing that from your chakras. Yes, and I got family <laughs> from Alabama too. All hey, that. It's just yeah. Houston, Louisiana. I mean, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, all that whole area. Yeah. We folks, we having families all throughout there. So I, I'm, um, my family's from Louisiana. Mm. Me and my sister were born and raised in Seattle. And I went to undergrad college at a historically black college for women called Spelman College. You should oh, look it that's up. That's like famous, right? Morehouse, yeah, Spellman, yeah, Howard, yeah. all it's this. It's mentioned in a lot of films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I went there, graduated from there, moved to New York, started really pursuing my career in music in New York, released like a project. Did you get there by yourself? Mm-hmm. I drove up there myself. How old were you when you went? Do you remember? Shit. Was I like 23, 24? That baby knocked out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Sleep, baby. 23, 24. Four. Okay. Yeah, I spent eight years in New York, um, then ended up in London. Yeah, so how did that? How did that happen? Yeah. Well, I was over New York. I was ready to like move to a. Um, I was just re- I was done with New York. I was like, all right, I've done New York. I was like, I'm a little exhausted. I'm a bit overwhelmed being here. So I wanted to. I was, at first I was going to move to LA, and I didn't want to move to LA because mm. I'm really I'm not a fan of LA. I was like, fuck. I was like, okay, I'll just move to L.A., me and my dog. And um, then there was an pres- opportunity that presented to me by The Box. Yeah. Because The Box is originally um, established in New York. In New York, yeah. And they were like, we want you to move to London. So I was like, up. Oh. Had you been to London before? Mm-hmm. A few okay. times. I was like, pip, pip, cheerio, sure will. So, um, <laughs> cheerio. Yes, this this month, this week marks my two-year anniversary of moving here. Really? So I moved here two years ago Something in 2016. Turn up then. The West, West is history. So I was here first on the boxes visa, but then um, I applied for the um, exceptional talent visa. And then so I now have my own shit where I yes. can do whatever I want <laughs> and I have a job if I wanted to. So, you know, I'm working at the bo- at the box. I do a live sessions at Red Roosters twice a month. Yeah. Perform throughout London, releasing a record and, you know, really trying to 
push my career over here in Europe. So. You're not really trying. I think you're just doing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. weren't you just, didn't you just say you were just in Milan? Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether that's trying. I think you're just doing the goddamn thing. Just okay? going with the flow. <laughs> Grateful. Gratitude. Appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, obviously, it's Black History Month, like we mm-hmm. said before. Do you have anyone uh, in Black History that really inspires you or that you yes. find personable? Absolutely, yes. There is a, um, she's been passed for years now. Um, her name is Sister Rosetta Tharp. They yeah. call her the God Rock, the godmother of rock and roll. She actually is the, um, she set the foundation of what we know as rock music. Yeah. Um, she really highly influenced a lot of British, um, the shaping of British blues music, which, of course, came from black American um, musicians. Yeah. Um, she was touring with Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters is an um, iconic black blues musician that's soon passed. Led Zeppelin stole a lot of his music. Anyways, I'm um, not going to go there. Um, so years ago, Jesus, I don't know if the 40s or 50s, she was performing in Manchester. Keith Richards and um, Eric Clapton always talk about this performance and how it really pulsated the way British musicians looked at playing the guitar and it shaped blues music. Mm-hmm. She also mm-hmm. highly influenced Elvis Presley, Tina Turner, yeah. um, Aretha Franklin. Um, the list is endless. But she it was a pioneering black musician when it was not cool to be a black woman that sang gospel and sang secular music. Mm-hmm. She traveled all over the world. She had she would wear a fur coat and play the hell out of a guitar. She was just recently inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which she should have been the first motherfucker inducted into uh, yeah. it when it opened yeah. years ago. But we're not going to talk about that. Right. They love to erase <laughs> black women from history. But she is definitely one of a big inspiration of mine. There's a, an amazing documentary online you can find of her of her about her called um, the Godmother of Rock and Roll, Sister Rosetta Tharp. We'll put that okay. in the description below. I'm yes. gonna watch that because that's a lot. Of, that's something that I didn't grow up knowing about rock. Music I didn't either. I didn't learn all this till I became an adult. And like, yeah, it's something that people do not know. Like, and mm-hmm. you wouldn't think. Like, people wouldn't think it. But then, when you find out, it kind of makes sense because we we magic. Black women are magic. We can I mean, yeah, oh, by force. And then when you think of like the you know just deep roots of rock and roll and how rock music sounded, even how the Beatles and Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. and all the British musicians played rock music, it sounds like black blues, yeah. black church music. Yeah, mm-hmm. the feeling of it, you know, it's our it's our shit. That's mm-hmm. why I sing it so damn good because it's mine. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. So Rosetta Tharp. Oh, we're gonna have to. Where's that? You can find it online, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Or Netflix, well, you whatever. can probably just Google it. It's probably Google on YouTube or um, PBS. PBS is a public service broadcasting um, channel in America. They have it on their site. But Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah. So make sure you get to finding out who she is. I'm guessing she's got a whole catalog on like stream music streaming services as well. She does. They yeah. um, re-released her whole catalog because she was just inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it's very, like, very rooted, traditional. It's it's very s- Southern Baptist, rock and roll, bluesy. So, you know, it depends on your taste in music. Some people can't really get into that. but What's your favorite one of hers? Or if you can't pick one, um, two? There's a song called Strange Things that she... It was, like, her biggest... One of her biggest songs on the charts. 
Okay, wicked. Yes, Rosetta Tharp. Damn. There's a song on my album called Rosetta Tharp too. The it's, West Coast Seattle Girls being released on Black Friday. That's the Friday oh, yes! Shopping Friday of in, in the States. <laughs> on all on all music platforms. <laughs> Thank you. Have you got any live gigs coming up where, where you're I, promoting your own stuff? Yes. In London. Uh, there's something special I'm trying to situate that I'll let y'all know about. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but when you do, I like to we can i think get the belt could get some tickets that we could maybe do a little competition yeah, with and just do a little giveaway you know what i mean <laughs> get a little juice yeah. <laughs> <away, juice>. hello <laughs> okay so my um question for you miss kimberly would mm-hmm. be what would you what would you say to someone of color trying to get into not just something like music but trying to pursue a dream, a goal, something in in their life, which they think that they can't do for whatever reason, if it is financial, um, being held back by family, just whether meeting a wall, what advice would you give um, having been, being such a driven and hardworking worker? Um, mm, I think what has always worked for me is I just... I've just unapologetically pursued everything I've wanted in life. And even when I'm fearful of pursuing it and I feel like I don't have the resources, I believe when you have faith and drive and action, Mm -hmm. things always fall in place. Yeah. Like you can't just say, I'm a singer and you never sing any fucking way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cannot just say, I want to go to college or university and you never go to apply mm-hmm. for college or university yeah. or go up there to get to talk to professors to get in the motherfucker. You can't say I want a gig and or I want to perform in the West End or Broadway and you never go to any auditions. Yeah. You have to like believe it and I I believe there's um you have have you guys read The Alchemist? No, yes, yes, the alchemist. It talks about the universe conspires to help you fulfill your destiny or your life's purpose. Yeah. So there is nothing you could ever do action wise that would hinder you from fulfilling your purpose when you're intentionally going for it. Mm -hmm. So obstacles to me are just challenges for you to overcome to get to where you know you should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's um, you can defeat yourself. I believe that if I'm like, I well, I ain't got no money. Well, you know, I ain't got no shows. I ain't got no kids. Nobody yeah. ever helped me. Nobody ever does this. That's a bunch of bullshit mentality to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody can ever tell me what I know I'm supposed to be doing in yeah. life. No one can ever fucking stop me from it. If I don't, if I lose a gig or get fired from a gig, I know there's something else waiting yeah. in the wings. You know what I mean? Yeah. So obstacles are just opportunities for you to really put faith and work behind what you want even more passionately. That's um, what I think. What would you say uh, is the was the hardest sacrifice you have to make? Because in trying to pursue good shit and real shit in life, you know, we're expected to make sacrifices. But mm-hmm. people can sometimes not be really prepared for that or they think that mm. it's something easy. Mm-hmm. What would you say was the hardest or maybe still is the hardest sacrifice that you make or have made to get to where you are today? Um, I th- well, I, I don't think I've really sacrificed anything. I don't think. I don't think I have. I don't know. I will say I've 
there was a time where it was really where I was very uncomfortable and was really hard for me. It was when I I worked in like corporate America, like for the best companies for years, all the way up to like 2012. Wow. And I was trying to sing and um, have um, and work in corporate America, day job. And I was juggling the two. I hated the day job. I was working at Hugo Boss. As no fuck, way. And recruiting. I could never at, And recruiting. Def, I mean, <laughs> baby. Uh, Was that over the phone? I, well, recruit, like, I'm looking at resumes and interviewing people and setting up interviews and shit. I hated working. I, like, it was like, I was like, this is it. I'm really, yeah. the irony it's of this so story. It's so destroying, isn't it? I was like, uh, I was like, I can't. So I was preparing. I really wasn't doing my job. I was shooting the shit, honestly. <laughs> I was preparing to come to London for the first time. It was 2012. I was going to come to London to sing at this, um, at this fucking club can't remember the club's name it's in Brixton shit mm-hmm. whatever I was singing at this <laughs> club and I was coming to see D'Angelo because D'Angelo oh, yeah. randomly started back um, performing <clears throat> the fucking Hugo boss they fired me because they were like you know you're a contractor meaning I'm a temp worker of some sort yeah. you know we need you to be here and you know we just really need people that are present all the time I was like whatever so I was panicking I was like oh my oh, god man, mommy yeah. I don't have a job what am I gonna do about money she yeah. said shut your ass up <laughs> this is your time <laughs> right <laughs> this is your time to be a musician so yeah. I was uncomfortable meaning I had a car I had a um I had a, a apartment by myself. Yeah, like I had all these bills and student loans, and money, I money, money, money. I needed money. I'm so being being an artist full time. It's kind of like you have to manage your money in a different way. So yeah. I, that was a a part where it was very uncomfortable me transitioning into a consistent every two weeks, every week paycheck to bitch. We got to get a gig that might be two gigs in a month that you yeah. have to stretch this money out. So mm-hmm. adjusting to being an artist was a very it was a hard moment for me. Yeah. And at times it was very stressful. Yeah. But it was just about money. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know. one of the biggest and I don't know if that's helpful. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because people, cause like, sacrifices come in all different shapes yeah. and whatever. And something like money is tough because you, you need that to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you do. Like they say, people say money isn't everything. But at the end of the day, it kind of is. Because if you don't have money, how are you sleeping somewhere? Yeah. How are you putting clothes? How are you feeding yourself? So... Obviously, people that like we were speaking to an actress uh, in our last episode called uh, Kush Jumbo, mm-hmm. and she said that she didn't actually go on a holiday for ten years because mm. all of her money was going into I need to act, I need to act, and now she's you know British girl living in New York right now in the Good Fight and the Good Wife, mm. Mm. leading See role that? black woman. Mm-hmm. So sacrifice, and I will say another sacrifice too. I think about money and where you are. Even if I became uncomfortable or didn't have, I've I haven't lived in the same city with my family since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So now I'm way I'm in another country. Mm-hmm. So I've sacrificed watch being able to be with my nephews Loved growing ones, up, yeah. being with my parents at every waking moment of their yeah. lives. Like that's I that's something I'm really thinking about now. Yeah. I've sacrificed being with my family for my career. Yeah. Weddings, birthdays. All of that. I yeah. miss out on a lot of shit. But, you know, yeah. now that I'm a little bit more comfortable, I'm going home for Thanksgiving. Like, I yeah. flew my mom here for her 60th. What, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm Eventually making it pays time. Off. Yeah, it's paying off now. But, yeah, for years I sacrificed being with my family. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's worth it? Yeah. Stay all right. Yeah, shit. that's perfect. <laughs> 
But I do. I, I regret my nephews. Like my oldest nephew, he's 15 now, and I'm like, God, I miss yeah. like I miss like every fucking like moment of him growing up. Like I yeah, wasn't same. there. I was there all the time during like when he was an infant, all the way to probably like two or three. But it's like maybe I'll see him once or twice a year. Yeah, you know. But what a kid. Well, it's time for the segment you guys have been waiting for. <laughs> time to get the belt. <laughs> no, I feel like I want Kim to go last because I feel like it's going to be a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I may go off. I don't know. <laughs> right, spiritual buddy, who did your belt go to this week? Spiritual buddy. Oh, yeah, I'm here. I just couldn't hear you. It went quiet. I'm like, did you oh, yeah. fall asleep, boo? You are down there. Taking a little nap. <laughs> Girl, like Cash's son um, over here napping. <laughs> nap time. <laughs> right. So Who did my your belt, belt go to? My belt this week goes to low frequency energy. And that'd be very broad because I've been really just seeing low frequency energy everywhere and i'm talking in regards to like media manipulation music manipulation mm. oh um the conversations we have it's all low frequency you know i just came i came back to to where i'm from the city that i was born in liverpool mm -hmm. and i come back and someone i've known my whole life has been like murdered like and i'm like what i'm like for what yeah. and it's all a result of just low frequency energy and it's like and then it goes down to as little as conversations that people consider normal like i ugh, people just like want to know the wrong things or want to know stuff that will add to their low frequency perception you know and it's mm. like these low frequency energies really be out here trying to hold us down and i'm just not with it i'm trying to elevate high i'm trying to go higher and <laughs> Amen. Mm -mm, them low frequencies can get the damn bell all of them who did your belt go to Kashmir? I think everyone knows already. My belt goes to that disgusting man on hey, the plane. Hey, that was my belt. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in general, he deserves the belt. He deserves the belt buckle. The way he treated that lady was disgusting. And, for, and they didn't even... Disgusting. It was disgusting. And he tried to hit her as well. I want to be like, bitch, who are you trying to know? What, what annoys me is knowing that they rem they move <sighs> the woman, but not remove him off the plane. That's what pissed me off. Ryan Air gets that the was, belt too. They're that, trash. Yeah, right, that right? was really that was not nice. Like honestly, if that was me. That not, if was I, fucking disgusting. If I was there with my mom, that happened. I'm sorry. He would he would have saw stars. I'm sorry. The only thing I respond is, but the, the, oh my, I'm just thinking. But at the end of the day, he's gonna die soon. He's an old stinking man. Like oh my what. Oh my gosh! But rumors have it like I don't know if I got the facts right, but someone said her daughter was on the plane too. She the was. daughter was on the plane. But I'm she thinking, was. how old is the daughter? The because I'm thinking the daughter didn't say nothing. That and I'm she thinking, did. At, she did at, at the start. But this is what I mean. As a right, we might as well just do a joint belt yeah, because my belt goes to them as well. Yeah, uh, it goes to the ugly, unseasoned, disgusting, racist, old, smelly man. He said unseasoned. And the airline. <laughs> and all of the people, except for the man behind. The man. Who took his time. Uh, yeah, the man behind he took was his nice. time. He was nice. Came he and was something. like, you know what? And it was a white man as well. Yeah. An ally that came forward and said, listen, stop, mate. Like, there's no need. And he no stood up and was like, put his hands up. What are you trying to do? But like, it was unnecessary. Everyone else. Can I just, I want to apologize, first of all. The lady is called Delcy Gale, oh, bless who her. is seventy-seven. She's an old woman. Seventy. If that was my mom, old. my grandma, nah, he would have saw stars. Are her you... daughter flew 
her mother to Barcelona because it was I think it was the, either the year one or the second year of the father's of the death. father's mm-hmm. death. Oh. So this woman was depressed and she was feeling down and she and then she comes on a flight and, and she gets on a plane, which she even said herself, "I paid my fare, he paid his." Minding her own black business, she was probably going to get out the Bible and read some verses. You know how old grandmas do <laughs> on the plane. That's what my grandma used to do on the plane. Yeah, and she is moved. I, rumor has it from where she was sat because she was in a lot of pain from her arthritis. Yes. My nan is 82, has arthritis, mm. and it kills like a bitch. Like, she sits in severe agony. And this lady was removed from where she was sitting so she could sit in an aisle seat so she could get in and out very easily and didn't have to, you know, worry about being stuck in the middle of people because of this, because of her illness and her sickness. From the video... She's quiet. She's just minding her own business. And this man jumps out the fucking window, is shouting at her. I didn't know that he was physical with her. And yeah, everyone was, around. In the video, he was whacking and tapping. Like, Get away from me, you black bastard. He and called her an that, ugly was, black bastard. Well, my wow. neck, your neck would have been in my... I, was, I feel like I want to jump through the phone and like <laughs> grab him and this... I was so And everyone around silent. How... Ever that would have been not even a full black no, person. It was me with my mixed race self there shouting at you, ugly white this. How many police officers would Baby, be on that plane in and how long? You would have been dragged off that fucking plane. Dragged off. Me. Probably <laughs> killed in custody because uh-huh. oops, we don't know yeah. what happened. But be it a white man, the staff mm. weren't even raising their voices at him. They were saying, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. What are you sorry? Why are you apologizing to him? When Mm. this lady has done absolutely nothing Nothing. wrong. Come away from holiday because her husband died a couple years ago. Her Mm. knees are hurting from arthritis. And you have all of the remorse for this racist prick. Uh Mm. It's disgusting. And and what? It's not nice. And everyone around her hearing this, except for this one man who, again, thank you, took you too long, but thanks for getting involved. But like you said, the daughter didn't say much. Again, you know that the, it was the elderly woman that got moved, not the not the yeah. the aggressor mm-hmm. that was perpetuating yes. hatred, racism, mm-hmm. yeah. and just absolute fucking bigotry. And physical, he started hitting her. It was her that was moved. So had her daughter, had her daughter actually gave that man what he deserved. That's what I was thinking. It was probably them removed. When off I the heard plane. that the oh, yeah. daughter was there, mm-hmm. the daughter was there. I'm thinking that I'm being dead. He says you didn't say nothing. If she, maybe she did a little bit. But I'm thinking a she little. She did. She said, "Don't my mum is X Y Z." Years old. It's like no, Move it's him. no bad. And she even said, "Take I'm, him off the I'm flight." Sorry, I would not even nothing say happened. age or nothing. From the moment someone disrespect any family member, I'd be like, "Shut An up, your female I, I think, member think, of my family." I'd be like, "Shut up, you." I would say, "You're gonna die soon anyway." And the, huh. like, it was just unnecessary. Had it would have been my nan. No, my I, I nan on the flight. To say no, that's disrespectful. I wouldn't be in work for the next couple of weeks. I'd be in. A cell I felt somewhere. so sorry for her. Honestly, it I was wouldn't not even. Nice. I don't know if it was my my grandma, my mama. <sighs> if I saw somebody cussing out an elderly, elderly black person. woman, yeah, I'd be like, Who even an elderly to? white woman. But we talking about black now. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I would cuss that motherfucker out. And everyone said it didn't make no sense to me. Mm. Somebody said some sideways shit to my mom at the box. I said, "What the fuck did you say to my mama?" Like I don't play that, mm. right? It was it was insane. I couldn't. Yeah. Even, I didn't understand. I was like flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then you've got idiots on social media. My friend Kalechi, who came on the show yeah. a couple of weeks ago, 
retweeted a, a lady saying, oh, I don't know whether we should be sharing this um, because, you know, even though he's been racist, it might be a mental health issue. And, you know, you know what? <laughs> trying it. Okay, you're trying I, to reason. Are you being dead serious? Yes. Because if, however, let me see yes. if I was to scroll through the whole of this. Of course, it's a mental moon. issue. How how do I suck up? If I was to scroll through the whole of your tweets ever since you first started posting bullshit on Twitter, I bet not once in your unseasoned life have you ever tried to understand why a person of colour would have been, you know, prosecuted for something or held... Thank you. Hello. Suffered from any kind of police brutality. Would you ever then, would you want to question that? Or maybe we shouldn't do this because maybe X, Y, Z, no. But a, a, a white man is absolutely disgusting aggressive racist to a woman that did nothing mm. other than sit next to not even next to him there was a space in between them you want to find reasons why this man isn't racist mm. and why no we shouldn't do this well, oh enough, people have time to record the situation but didn't do nothing come the on early, like, i think he come was busy on. recording that whole thing but didn't even try to defend the woman he, oh the only time he says that like, kick him off and that's it. i'm thinking you didn't even stand up for the women or say anything but you're too busy recording like, I hate see. people that record things like that and don't do and nothing don't say and, shit. and they're trying to be like oh well Pete this is not right but if they're recording you know, how, how are you helping the situation though right? like I always thought that was it was not nice when I saw that I felt really like that's not oh, and they removed her they, them, they didn't remove that and racist and he stayed on his flight and I bet he was treated Absolutely fine for the rest of the duration. Of the tea. I bet they probably. I bet one of those motherfucking assistants probably even apologized. To yeah, that's what you, I'm know, you know. You know they're like. That I'm, I'm sorry about that. that. I'm sorry about that. Black day. Day. I'm sorry about that. Miss Delcy Gale, you did not deserve that. Oh. I'm very sorry. You're probably not listening. <laughs> probably don't know what a fucking podcast <laughs> is. But like, <laughs> I'm licensed to apologize. I'm so sorry that you had to endure that. And yeah, my belt goes to every single punk bitch that was on that plane that didn't say anything that you could see them being aware of the situation but yeah. kept their eyes quiet because it's people like you that allow this to go on that it continues to go on day to day um it goes to not only you it goes to the staff members that were treating him with the respect that that man did not deserve the fact that they even let him on the plane for the for the rest of the flight they said they reported it to the police when they got back but that was probably after the backlash they received yes. on social media <laughs> okay and it goes to him it goes to his disgusting face and ugh, it goes to you and Ryanair. You guys get the belt. Definitely. And then you think about it. I was talking about this to my friend the other day about like black women in our bodies that we're never protected. Nobody thinks we're important. Nope. Yeah. Nobody thought this black elderly woman was important enough to mm -hmm. defend. Can you imagine if a black old man was cussing out an old white woman? Yeah. They would be enraged right? on that plane. I know. It's just like nobody values the black woman, mm -hmm. period. Yeah. That shit is world fucking wide. Mm. Ugh. Ooh, I um, hate it. Wow. Mm -hmm. that, no and it's believe. scary. It's scary as shit. Think about it. I'm like, fuck. Somebody start attacking me in public. I'm black. The white folks going to stand around. Yeah, and they going to do shit. To help you. It's Nobody's going to help you. It's true. Meanwhile, Becky. Hey. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> get me fucking started. <laughs> <laughs> My belt is... Is this my belt? Yes, it is. My belt is <clears throat> black people who will obsess over shopping in high-end stores that will look at them and treat them like shit, but still will 
give them their coin, but they turn their noses up at black mm-hmm. businesses. Amen. Mm. I can't stand. I remember someone saying to me, like literally a week ago, like a black person, like you know, I went into the Gucci store, and you know, they kind of didn't even um, acknowledge I was there, but a white person came in, they acknowledged them, and I said, "Well, baby, you should have walked out." They said, "No, I wanted to spend my money to prove to them that I had money." I said, "No, you're not proving anything. No. All you proved was." You're a fuck boy, you're a dickhead. Mm. and all you give a fuck about is labels. Yeah, and you don't care about how people perceive look you. and perceive yeah. you and look at you as a black yeah. human being. Mm-hmm. You're not even important enough to acknowledge unless they see you with a coin in your mm. part, your a coin to be prepared to spend. Meanwhile, there's tons of black, black designers and businesses that would love half the coin mm. you spend it on in Gucci. Yeah. And patronize them and, and put it back into your people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the belt is to motherfuckers that are so obsessed with this image and facade mm-hmm. of, yeah. of of labels and, and what wealth is, which that is not wealth, that they will endure being disrespected and shitted on as a black person but still give them their coin, but they turn their nose up at black businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the belt for me. And don't get it twisted. Me, I do love... I do love a, a brand every now and then. I, <laughs> I do love. But if I was to ever walk into a store and they ignored Mm-mm. me, why? Mm-mm. Why? You ain't am get I, my money. Why? Mm-mm. Not at all. Mm-mm. Never. Not at all. Mm-mm. Well, mm-hmm. that brings us to the end of an episode. Yes. Yes. It was good to have you with us, Kimberly. I know. Awesome to be here finally. Right. About time. So, mm-hmm. has anyone got anything that they want to say? Let us know that they've got coming up. Before we bounce? No, I'm listening. I enjoyed you coming on here, Nicole, Kimberly Nicole. You Thanks for so having me. Funny. <laughs> 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 Thanks for yeah. having me. And wait, mm-hmm. I just got one more thing pleasure. to ask you, Kimberly. So I want to know what is your ideal day? Like, how would you ideally love to spend your day? At home in the bed watching. Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> next to my life partner and he's rubbing okay. on my ass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it turns into mm-hmm. something else. Okay. Grab my ass, baby. <laughs> Sorry, I should have gotten a little no, deeper, no. but yeah, you know, that's where I am right now at this moment. <laughs> Man, sometimes we all need you know what I mean? You it's... can you can uh, DM Kimberly Nicole. Ideally, be highly melanated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Uh, send me a message. <laughs> My DMs are not popping. <laughs> it's cobwebs. Yeah, really? I, swear... I struggle. I struggle to believe that. I swear to God, you I must think... have niggas up in that DM no, all the time. I think people are scared of me. Somebody was like, "Girl, they think you're gonna cuss them out." <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what time of day you catch me, you might get cussed out. <laughs> It's fine though. It's so fine. <laughs> Wicked. Well, that brings us to the end of another dope ass episode. Thanks again, Kim, for coming yeah. on. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes. My if, pleasure. If you liked what you heard, please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends to tell their friends and all of that. You can follow us on social media at Get the Belt Pod. Um, hit us up on our website getthebeltpod.com and there's a link there where you can subscribe to us we're now officially on Spotify as well so all of those that don't have an iPhone not only do I feel sorry for you but now you can actually listen to us on Spotify which is amazing things so yeah thank you guys you've been listening to 
get the belt. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.